Hello again, wonderful people. It's time once again to stew on this. I'm Stu Bittman. This episode is called Just My Imagination. Yep, I heard a song the other day that's going through my head, believe it or not. Yeah, I thought I'd let the temptation sing at this time instead of me. <laughs> Heard that song and first had to endure the shock of realizing it was number one on the charts around this time 51 years ago. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> then I started thinking about the words. It was just my imagination running away with me. Well, I realized that when I was a kid, my imagination would run away with me, and I'd end up in magical, beautiful places full of fun, full of possibility. I'm wondering at what point did I allow my imagination to take me to places that I didn't want to go? When did I begin to use my imag imagination to limit possibilities in life and in myself rather than to create possibilities? When did I start letting my imagination run away with my self-image? When did I start letting it blind me from my own light, from my wholeness, my bigness, my power? Hmm, when did I become like that polar bear cub I heard about many years ago that was kept in a cage at a zoo for a few months, and then when it was finally released into its permanent enclosure, it wouldn't venture beyond the limits of its imaginary cage. It would take three and a half steps in one direction, get up on its back paws, put its front paws on some imaginary bars, flop down, turn around. Well, I distinctly remember as a young boy using my imagination to become bigger, better, stronger, more like Superman, or, or at least more like John Wayne. I used it to see myself as being capable of accomplishing anything or everything. I loved letting my imagination run away with me that way. But then at some point, it double-crossed me and started running away with the real me, the authentic me. And as I allowed my imagination to take me from my center, I started to see the world differently as well. Not quite as beautiful, not quite as safe, not quite as full of possibility. Well, I see now that my imagination used to take me to my heart. But as an adult, I've redirected it more into my head. <laughs> Reminds me of Monopoly, where you can get the car that says, go to directly to jail without passing go. Somewhere I learned to go directly to my head without engaging my heart for the journey. I realize this didn't happen overnight, didn't happen in one single moment. I know that it's been a long, strange trip of a process, but you know what? It doesn't really matter how or when or even why it happened. What matters, as always, is what I do about it now. So as I talked about in last week's episode, I'm working to reclaim my heart so I can reclaim my imagination and have a little bit more of a say in where it runs. Well, these past two years, my imagination's had the opportunity to run marathons, as it has led me at times to worry, despair, overwhelm, 
judgment, anger, and a bunch of other places that were, uh, shall we say, never on my bucket list. But by accessing my heart religiously these past few months, I've gotten much more of a handle on it. You know what? It's not easy. Because I've used my imagination to limit myself for so long, it's often hard for me to, for my eyes to see what my heart already knows is true of me and of everyone else, that we are whole, perfect, complete, right now, and pregnant with possibilities. As Mark Twain said, you can't trust your eyes when your imagination is out of focus. So, in order to reclaim my imagination and get it back in focus, I can access my heart, and then I can consciously and intentionally use my imagination to see the truth of me. So, I mentioned last week that accessing the heart helps us take a giant leap up on the evolutionary scale. And it also can help us become just as skillful with our imagination as we were when we were kids. Because once I'm in my heart, I can envision myself showing up in life exactly as I choose to. I can see the things in life that I want rather than always focusing on that which I do not want. I can see myself responding with patience, love, and compassion instead of reacting with anger or judgment. I can immerse myself in the wonderful feelings that come with sticking to my intentions, to acting with kindness, to giving hope to people, to helping to birth a greater awareness within myself and other people of our wholeness and our oneness. I can picture myself going beyond the imaginary bars and opening up to a more expansive picture of myself and of the world. I can do this because I and you, we still have the power of imagination. And hey, if we imagined all those illusions and limits, <clears throat> I think we can certainly imagine the truth as well. The famous naturalist John Muir said that imagination makes us infinite. Well, it's a beautiful phrase, but I beg to differ a bit. Imagination doesn't make us infinite. There is an aspect of our being that is already infinite and already always in a state of unconditional love. Our heart can help us see that aspect of ourselves. And when we see that infinite love and possibility in ourselves, we'll see more of it in others and in the world. You know, when I first started visualizing myself as I choose to be many years ago, it felt like pretending. But my mentor Sigafus always told us to act as if. So I did. And I'm really glad I did. I know now that it felt like pretending only because I was inside the cage. It turns out that the word pretend comes from the same root as the word claim. <clears throat> so when you and I imagine our bigness and our wholeness, we're not pretending, we're not acting. We are reclaiming our birthright. We're not just wishful thinking. We're not just brainwashing ourselves. We're remembering the truth of ourselves. 
that polar bear cub eventually saw past its imaginary bars, <clears throat> and so can we. And perhaps the best news of all is that whenever you and I do break through any imaginary barriers, especially the ones we've created around our heart, and we realize more of our truly authentic self, then everyone benefits. When we dissolve those barriers within ourselves, then the strong vibration of our hearts can radiate out and help others break through barriers as well. This is, once again, how we help create the kind of world we want to live in. And we can use our imagination as allies in that creation instead of adversaries. Once again, it doesn't matter why I've allowed my own light to be dimmed from my sight over the years, or how long or how many times I've allowed it to be dimmed. I know that it was just my imagination running away with me. So now I'm letting my imagination make amends for all that by helping me to find my very best me. Hey, it's only fair after all. Yeah, stew on that. I'll see you next week.